welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You. Today, I have a very, very accomplished lady, Aarti Kocher, with me. Aarti, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Aarti is the Executive Director of BNI Gurgaon. She's a coach and a mentor, and she works on organizational behavior change and transformation. Aarti, tell me a little bit about your early life. Oh, uh, actually, I've had a very interesting early life. I grew up in the tea gardens of Assam. Okay. So a very active life filled with uh, animals, nature, Wonderful. and uh, lots of adventure. Okay. Lots of adventure. So um, I come from a family which is very, you know, full of, uh, they do things with wildlife, nature, environmental uh, activities mm-hmm. and that. So we had a brilliant early life. Okay. Got married pretty mm-hmm. early. Um, Thought I'd get back to studies once, you know, things settled out. But as uh, life went on, motherhood happened and that became my focus. Mm-hmm. I have two wonderful young boys. And, uh, but as we, uh, you know, as you dabbled in a lot mm-hmm. of things as one does when you are young. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was uh, about 15, uh, 15 years back when one of my sons actually asked me, uh, so mom, we are going to get... Uh, we're going to study and go and lead our own lives. What are you going to do with yours? Yeah. And that's when I sort of thinking, thinking yeah. okay, I need to refocus and get back okay. into life. And, and that's what I did. Wonderful. Uh, Wonderful. So let's talk of BNI. BNI actually stands for Business Network International. Okay. BNI is, uh, the B now inspired is my company name. Is your, okay. Uh, but it's all about uh, Business Network International. Business Network International, okay. Which is a 35-year-old organization across the world. It's, uh, it was started in the U.S. by Dr. Ivan Meisner. Mm-hmm. And its focus is on helping entrepreneurs to actually build their own business further. Because the, you know, the easiest way for people to get business is through reference. Correct. It's like if I refer, you, you want to you, you want to pick up something, you're probably going to ask people around you, maybe whether it's a phone or anything, who do I, you know, can you give me a reference? Yes, some kind of reference. And so using that simple concept, uh, he created a platform called Business Network International. Okay. And it's now across 74 countries. Wow. We have more than... To like seventy thousand people across the world, mm-hmm. and in uh, BNI Gurgaon, mm-hmm. we have more eleven hundred fifty members, wow. and these are entrepreneurs uh, from consultants, single point entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. to people running large organizations employing close to two thousand people. Mm-hmm. So it's a huge range, yeah. and yeah. it's the diversity. Mm-hmm. So you have a small business owner, medium-sized mm-hmm. business owner, and all kinds of businesses. So there's incredible networking that we Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's not um, over the years what we found, because mm-hmm. BNI Gurgaon has been there for now nine years. Mm-hmm. In India, it's been 14 years. But in uh, we found it's not just the business mm-hmm. which happens in, in this structure. Correct. Correct. It's a lot of personal support. Okay. Life support. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have had, say, medical emergencies. They need help. Mm-hmm. People have had uh, business emergencies. They need help. Mm-hmm. You know, um, for an entrepreneur, it's like pretty lonely on Correct. the top. Correct. Right? Correct. You've been through Correct. that. You know how it is. You, you don't know who to talk to. Correct. And you find that support group here. Correct. So apart from business, a lot of 
brilliant relationships are formed. A lot of a lot of good things happen. People have been able to even grow out into new spheres, go into new areas, which they never thought they could do because they found somebody who can help. I agree. Yeah. In fact, that's a very powerful support system, a good network can offer to every individual because that's we right. we are creatures of you know social networks. Absolutely. Absolutely. But tell me a little bit more about BNI. What is what kind of work are you doing and how does one become a member? Oh, all right. So actually, I joined BNI as a member. Okay. And uh, that's how I started my journey. I love the concept. Of, it's based on a philosophy of giver's game. Correct. Right? So you do things for people that somebody will do something good for you. It's, you know, our old tradition of Correct. karma. Correct. Right? Absolutely. You do good, good comes back to you. So um, I joined it as a member. And at the point where we had, they needed somebody to take on the Gurgaon network and take it forward. Me from being a behavioral consultant in organizational development, just working with the corporate, Mm -hmm. I found this a beautiful transition. Because here again, I'm working with people. Mm -hmm. I'm coaching, I'm guiding. I'm learning. Wonderful. That's the most amazing thing. I think for me, the journey has been absolutely fabulous in terms of the amount of learning I've had. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that really works for BNI is the diversity. Mm-hmm. Because you have different kinds of people, different kinds of businesses, uh, different age groups. And of course, uh, we have a great gender balance too. Yep. Right. So I'm proud to say that we have at least 25 to 30 percent women entrepreneurs at any given time, always in BNI Gurgaon. And uh, you see, business knows for gender, right? (laughs) Business knows for gender. Absolutely. So uh, this is again a safe place Hmm. for members, uh, especially for women entrepreneurs, Hmm. to do business. Okay. Right. Okay. So how does one join? It's, um, you know, you get invited to a meeting. It's, uh, it has to be through an invitation because we believe in having people who we trust come into the room. Correct. And uh, you come, you see it. If it is, once you see how the meeting works and what we do, mm-hmm. if that's something that works for you, you have the freedom mm-hmm. to take you know, take a membership. I can appreciate this because, you know, I've been a YPO member for the last 27 years. Right, right. These networks are very powerful. Very powerful. Hmm? They help you reach places that you never thought, mm-hmm. you know, would be possible. I agree. I agree. So, you know, you worked a lot with entrepreneurs. Right. You know, first as an organizational consultant and as now as BNI. Hmm. Um, and a lot of startup entrepreneurs watch our show. Right. What, in your experience, are some of the basic mistakes a lot of startup entrepreneurs make? Oh, okay. So I'm not the best business coach, but I can tell you that it's important to get your structure into place. Correct. And it's important to have the culture. Because ultimately... It's culture which determines how far you're going to go. Correct. So what is it that you're coming with and what is it? where is it that you want to go? I think a, a, another mistake an entrepreneur makes is not um, being focused on what their vision and their goal is. They need to be 
get clarity on that. They need to set a brilliant culture in their organization. As Herb Gurler said of Southwest Airlines, and I truly, truly believe that, he says, culture is what you do when no one is looking, right? So what is it that you're setting up your business with, your organization with? The next step comes about getting the right people on. And I think that's a challenge every Every, entrepreneur faces. How do you identify the right people? How do you get them on board? And, uh, you know, how do you take that forward? So that, and then it comes to delegation. Of course, we always think, I think one of the things of entrepreneurs, we always think we know best and we can do it better than anybody else, right? Very interesting. Good organizational consultant, you've given me three very interesting words, culture, people, and delegation. So let me come to culture. Okay. I've often been asked this question. How does a young startup entrepreneur first understand what is culture and second define what is culture Okay. Okay. for their own organization? For their own organization. I think a lot of it comes um, from the heart, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and we, it's, it's, see, every, each one of us is about a story, Correct. right? Our lives is a story. Correct. Our life is our experiences which have made us still now. Yeah. So that is what actually lands up determining the culture mm-hmm. of the organization. Unfortunately, sometimes if our experiences have not been too good, that also gets reflected in the culture Correct. of the organization. So it's important to be able to see the goodness and the abundance which is available around us and take those things and really build them up. What is important in your organization? Is it learning? Is it upskilling? Is it be there for each other? Making sure that if you've made a commitment to something, we stand by that commitment. So those are the things which actually determine the culture, right? How, what do we stand for? Correct. And I think it goes back a lot to what, you know, when um, Simon Sinek talks about what's the why? Hmm. Why do you do what you do? What's that driving passion? Correct. And I think each person's driving passion helps set the culture. Hmm. in. And I'm talking from the small size of an entrepreneur. Right. It's that which makes it. Now, um, if a person really is thinking of scaling up, mm. going big, they have to set processes in correct, place. Correct. And they have to set structure correct, in place. Correct. So, you know, one of the challenges I have often seen entrepreneurs do, and I, I'm a CEO coach also, um, a lot of startup entrepreneurs define a different set of rules for themselves yes, and a different set of rules for the people who work for, for them. And then I often told them, I said, if you want your colleagues to come at 9 a.m., you need to be there at 10 minutes to 9, rather than say, I'm the owner and I'll come at 11. Right. What are your thoughts on how important it is for an entrepreneur <laughs> to have the same set of rules? You've got to walk the talk. Isn't? You okay. have to walk the talk. Okay. Because you lead by example, in as especially as an entrepreneur, they have to see that you are truly passionate about your own organization. Correct. If they don't see that passion, they're not going to be able to, well, follow you for that, mm-hmm. right? So it it all, all depends on what they see you doing. Mm-hmm. And when they see that drive and that passion in you, it's going to come back. I mean, they're going to do that. Mm-hmm. They're going to 
following. Wonderful. Wonderful. And uh, your next comment was on uh, people. Uh, one of the biggest struggles every <laughs> entrepreneur has, how do I get the right people? I can't afford them. You can't afford them. So I think that's, that's one of the, it is one of the biggest challenges. Identifying the right people. Um, being able to find those right people. And sometimes what also happens is we find the right people, but we don't use their strengths mm -hmm. well. And we put them into jobs which may not really be the best for them. So actually understanding the strengths of people becomes very important. Okay. And one of the ways in which I think uh, BNI also helps entrepreneurs mm -hmm. is we help them with giving them those resources which they can't afford. Correct. Because you have people around you who can help you with various challenges you're facing, right? So that's that again becomes one of the So you mean uh, for a young entrepreneur, if uh, he or she is a member of BNI, uh, they can have access to uh, someone who's a great CFO and someone who's a great marketing person. Yes, I mean, of course, you're taking their business from them, but sometimes right. you also get a lot of. Uh, coaching and mentoring, right? But, and you're seeing people around you who've probably already been through that journey mm -hmm. and you can learn from their mistakes. Mm -hmm. And that's the amazing thing that we find that people are ready to share. Correct. People are ready to help. But, you know, in the today's day and age, people hesitate to ask. Correct. So here we have the option that you can actually ask for help mm -hmm. and you're going to get it. We... Um, you know, we feel our lives are story. Our business journey is our story. We've actually also said BNI is a story for you. What are you doing? What is it creating? And uh, together we started compiling, let's say, stories from members of how they received help when they needed it, how somebody reached out to them, how somebody did something for them without expecting anything in return. And we compiled a hundred of these stories wow. into what we call our thousand stories of change. Mm -hmm. So that's, we ultimately are going to have thousand plus stories. Mm -hmm. At the moment, our first volume came out, which has got a uh, hundred of these stories of how people have gone above and beyond to help somebody else. Incredible. Which is something that, you know, you feel in this day and age that uh, nobody's going to come forward and yeah. help you. Correct. But people are ready people to help. People are ready to help. Right? You know, the world is a beautiful place. And uh, you just have to ask. <laughs> so, Aarti, let me ask you a couple of questions on coaching. Yeah. Um, and they're more generic questions. Yeah. Okay. You know, coaching has been something which has been prevalent for millennia, I would imagine. Because some are not coaches. Yeah. But in the corporate or startup world, it's become a little more prevalent in the Western part of the world in the last 25-30 years. Absolutely. In India, suddenly I find people wanting to get more coaches and I suddenly see many more people who want to coach. Yes, yes. What is changing in our country? I think it's, again, people reaching out for help. Because they know that it's a very long journey if you have to do it alone. And if you can have somebody who can sort of just push in the right direction, direction keep you focused towards that direction, Correct. it's going to make a lot of difference. Correct. And, um, you know, the coaching has really grown. I think in the past 10 years, mm -hmm. I have seen it really come up. When I did my coach certification thing, and it was not available in India. Mm -hmm. 
I had to get, you know, do my certifications in the US. And today I find that it's possible. Yeah. And I know so many people who've succeeded. Correct. Because of, you know, having a great coach. Absolutely. It, they keep you on track. Yeah. And uh, are a great mirror. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I truly believe that coaching is something very important for an entrepreneur. They have to figure out the right person and it is going to help them reach their goal. We still have our coaches. I still have my coaches. I yeah. need them, yeah. right? Yeah. Because you need to bounce ideas Correct. off that. Correct. I agree. So moving on, you know, you spoke about a little bit about gender balance, about how, uh, you know, you've got 25-30% of members right. of BNI who are yeah. women. Um, gender balance has suddenly been talked about much more in India than it was 8-10 years ago. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on gender balance in the corporate world? Mm -hmm. And what do you think we can do to expedite the balance? <laughs> I think one, our society is opening up a far, far more Correct. in India now. Uh, we were a little more restricted earlier. Everybody didn't have that freedom to step out. We do now. And women are now ready to take that stand and step out. And it's no longer about just doing it when you're young. Mm. It doesn't matter. Age doesn't matter Absolutely. anymore. That's another fantastic thing about the times we're living in right now. Age doesn't matter. You can get out there and do what you want to do. Uh, we have a lot of systems now in place which are there to support women. And uh, of course, one of the biggest ones that we had through the millennia always was our joint families. But now it's... Uh, it's a fact that everybody's ready to get out, Correct. step out and work. And, um, you know, both, let's say, men and women are ready to take on any roles. There are no more boundaries. No defining. Yeah, yeah that you, you can only do this and you can only do this. So there's a lot more freedom to be yourself. And, you know, Government of India has now mandated that board must have a certain percentage. Yes. Um, do you think a lot of this is lip service that companies are offering or do you think it's genuinely beginning to happen? It's genuinely. I think it's genuinely beginning to happen. Uh, maybe the percentage needs to grow a little more. But look, the change is coming. Look at that fantastic, uh, you know, the... Uh, the army. The army, yeah, yes. The, it, it's, it's great. It's, people are ready to accept it. I agree. So let me move on. I've got a few questions for you personally. You know. Okay, um, okay. And my first question to you is that, uh, you know, you had a very successful career and as you said, got married early and then got into the tea gardens and right. everything else. Over the years, have you had any individuals who had a strong influence on you? And if yes, what have you learned from them? Okay. Uh, I think the strongest influence comes from our parents when we were young. And one of the things we had in our family was uh, my brother and I were always treated as equals. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. There was never never uh, any bias. Correct. Right? So that was imbibed in us right from the start. I went to uh, boarding school, Wellens, and again, we were, there was never any mm -hmm. question of we are less than anybody mm -hmm. else. Right? So my parents had a very strong influence, but I think if I Right now, look back at my life and see the one person who's had the biggest impact. I think it would actually be my husband. Okay. Yes. And 
it's because we've one we've spent a lot of time together we've grown together yeah, yeah. but more than that we actually had a very life uh, challenging situation about 15 years back and anybody else might have given up but what rakesh did and how he showed to the world that it doesn't i mean nobody can say your the end has come mm-hmm. till you decide what it's yeah. going to be like and he showed me the path that it's possible to live life in your on your own terms no matter what happens Correct. and you just do it with that purpose and you can achieve it and one of the persons who actually pushed me to be what i am today is him okay so if i say in fact definitely Wonderful. and i'd also like to thank my children because they pushed me a lot <laughs> very good very good so my next question is uh, you know what would be three words mm-hmm. that define arti three words that define abundance mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. and a strange one i think i'm catalyst okay because i have found that many times in my life mm-hmm. i've just been there the right place to help other people achieve what they needed mm-hmm. to achieve so i consider myself a catalyst fantastic and i guess bni should be happy to have you there as a catalyst <laughs> i mean you built this whole thing in in the city in the city yes and uh at the moment I, you know i do appreciate all the work that we put in we get recognized for it i mean i'm doing a lot of roles across bni not only in india but also in the global part, uh, global part of the organization and uh, i it gives a lot of satisfaction Correct. to see others succeed wonderful wonderful so my next question to you is on failure mm-hmm. you know um um i ask this question from every guest um for two reasons one is that i'm writing a book on failure okay uh, but more importantly in our country we don't teach our children that it's okay to fail yes and that manifests itself in our behavior patterns on roads my car must be right in front okay. my my car full of indians lands there's only one exit but everyone must get out first etc <laughs> etc et based on all your experience and everything that you've seen what have been some of your learnings mm-hmm. uh, or from your mistakes or your failures so i think one we shouldn't just see them as failures okay. we have to see them as a learning point mm-hmm. and i'm not saying this in a cliche way yeah. or but it is just become like that for me in my life that i you know you have things which happen and they stop you in your tracks mm-hmm. but then you realize you know what if i had done that this way mm-hmm. i this we wouldn't have reached the situation mm-hmm. and um i've learned from that mm-hmm. and every time something like this happens now i just take a step back i think about what has happened and i say okay how would i have handled this differently correct and what could have been the possible result okay. and for me that has helped me sort of step forward and not get pulled into just living in the past so my last question to you you know do you have any regrets no i think i've had a beautiful life wonderful never look back always except learn you know it life is wonderful life is beautiful uh 
every moment of it teaches you something new. Mm. So no regrets. Wonderful. Arti, thank you very much. It's thank been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. Thank you. Thank It's you so been much. my pleasure thank too. Thank you for listening to the Brand Called You podcast. Be sure to visit tbcy.in to join the conversation, access show notes and discover fantastic bonus content. You can follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Simply search for the Brand Called You. Thank you and see you next week.